Welcome to the Four Jack Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, fam. Boy, do we got a special podcast for you today here. Do we not, Tom? Yeah, it's very special. It's always special. Of course. It's always special. But let's just get right into it. Not as special as did you happen to catch any of Lanto Griffin's win over the weekend here at the Houston Open? And you saw that little clip online of Buddy C. Page. He's in his new Mazda driving stick. We got this whole video of him driving stick for like two minutes and 30 seconds, doing a little burnout. Deep. Won't let us post it. Yeah. Yeah. Stymied. But he was heading to Houston in that car. And that's where Lanto took it down. Did you did you see any of it? Um, to be honest, I I didn't catch much. I'm excited because I know I you watched a little bit of it this weekend, and I'm excited to hear what you have to say. I saw a couple headlines. Obviously, in the last pod, we kind of had our picks, and I was tiptoeing around Gryffindor, but we all know you ended up taking him there, so that's kind of nice. Um, well, I, I, you say tiptoeing. Tiptoeing is just because you ran past his name as you took your regular yeah. one two I'm either gonna choose Secretariat or Gryffindor. <laughs> Gryffindor took it down, man. Uh, I'll be honest, I watched it a little bit more golf than I usually have in the last little bit just because it's been posted up not feeling too hot. And but I do remember the Houston Open and it being before Augusta the week before like CP said and they were referencing that during the commentary or the, the that Lanto's ball like Lanto's ball I think he hit it on 11 he hit one a little bit short mm-hmm. and it stayed up in the grass just outside the OB the water and they said if it was the week before the Masters it prep it would have been nipped shaved shaved just bare like not a chance of that hanging out Man, that would have made it a little more interesting if that was the case. It would have, if his ball would have gone in the water, it would have been interesting to see what kind of fire he lands to display. Because then, like, I think it was on f- 13. Yeah. He's got an approach shot in. Sprays it into the bunker. Right-hand side. Makes up and down for par. Yeah. And he was choked. And he... <sighs> Look like you wanted to break a club. You ever broken a club before? Whew. Not uh, in that kind of way. Like I've I've hit a club on the range and the head go flying off, but never out of rage. Out of like just no. no. I've thrown a club, but like when when like do you remember your biggest chuck? Do you have any memorable chucks that stick mm. out in your mind? Not really. Like, I'm sure there were a couple good ones when I was 12, 13, 14, getting into golf, getting competitive. But uh, now it's more of just like a symbolic chuck, right? Like, this sucks. Because 
I ain't playing like crazy matches or whatever for big money usually. It's just like this. I don't think you necessarily have to be playing matches for big money in order to instigate a chuck by any stretch of the imagination. I think if you have any sort of competitive spirit, any fire True. in your belly, I think you'd be hucking clubs when it gets to too much. But I don't. I don't. I huck. I want to huck. But maybe you're right. I huck only for pure ha-has. To be funny, like, ooh, I'm yeah. so mad. I'm a huck. This. Yeah, like I'm pissed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chuck it. Like, usually I just let out like a, a belly rumbling groan, right, just to get the frustration out and try to let it go with that. I, yeah, yeah, swear words, whatever else may take other than breaking clubs. I don't really break clubs because like it just costs so much money to repair shafts and shit that it just ain't worth that in my life. I'd rather reinvest that into something way totally different. But one memorable chuck I had, I was at Hazelmere Golf Course, BC. I used to work there. Yeah. And I've told you my story. That's yet to Driven come. down the roads nearby. That was nice. And I remember playing there and on their back, I think it's the fifth. <laughs> third hole right along the fence line short par four i must have hit i don't know my thousandth career top and i had just gotten a custom hybrid made from hybrid made from this buddy lips at a family reunion and i hucked it and i meant yeah. to huck it down the fairway wide open spaces but i let go of it late and hucked it right up into a tree into bushes and i had to go find it in the blackberries in bc was it broken no, just deep in just the woods. Just deep in It just sucked. It was like 15 minutes of trying to find this club just because yeah. it was like I was so mad then and I was so mad. Right, and that's so usually mad. usually how it works, right? You get that moment of rage and then you end up having to clean up after yourself, right? Like digging through the berry bushes, trying to find your club or like anything, right? Hitting a rock and it's scuffing the crap out of your club and you're like, damn, that wasn't worth it. But... Speaking of club throwing, I have one little bit. Did you ever see that video on Instagram of the guy who's like standing on a rock or something and he's trying to swing at his ball and he ends up snapping the club and then he tries to throw his club but like since yeah, it it's comes broken, right, it comes, it comes right, right into the camera. camera lens. Yeah, and cuts. That was insane. It made me flinch off my screen, made me back up from it because I thought it was coming through my lens. Yeah, so that's like one risk of throwing things. That's why I try to be cautious. You can't sometimes, you can't be cautious. Bring it back to the PGA. One thing that I was thinking about while I was watching everything on Sunday was Buddy Mark Hubbard. He, I think he made a very bad club choice. And I'll take your, or your, get your word on this, Tom, but I forget what the yardage was. These guys hit it so much further than mm -hmm. us, right? Like stinky yardages of whatever, 197, stinky. eight irons, like whatever PU, right? Like that's yeah. nutsoid. Like, yeah, I can't dream of I that can't. right now. But he decided to go with hitting a soft five over a hard six. And he mm. fluffed one into the bunkers instead. So he just chunked it. Like kind of. Well, do you, do you massage? Like you've got 180 yards. Are you hitting a five or a six or a seven or a six? Like do you prefer to rip at it or do you want to lay off like Buddy Mark did? Like Okay, yeah, I see what you're going with. Um, today, if I'm speaking of where I'm at right now, at Litmus Test was playing some golf today. Um, 
had to hit a seven iron quite often and do 150 yard okay whole yeah. location okay there was wind out there and it was cold so i yeah, don't know it wasn't, how, it wasn't warm for what they forecast but today, like today traditionally that would be the exact same concept as mark hubbard and like today it seemed like a good idea for me for him it clearly didn't work and for me hit a lot of bad ones too right well it's not that that didn't work for Mark. yeah i like pat's approach shout out to bud pat Uh, those of you bud patty's gonna come on the show here pretty quick and he always says to us man what do i bring what do i bring to the table just a qc guy just a qc guy yeah man you've really good vision that's first and foremost the one thing that you can bring to us but other than that but pat is like i think he's like a five-time club champion yeah yeah full send like a three-time club champion at men's or at at the quarry edmonton i think he won some bar head tournaments and this and that so forth pat is a very wild player because he swings yeah at 110 all the time yeah. never no laying up i don't yeah no laying up i like that philosophy i just don't know if I'm i know opposite. how to do some of those things right now i need to hang out with our buddy c pays and go do some yoga but he pays ain't here tonight because he's geez where is he where is he gallivanting in his standard automobile i think he's driving through the mountains of canmore rose canmore canmore yeah canmore is a nice one right yeah might have spent some time on Rose too both you're right that's where he's got a little bit of family as well that's right that's right i wonder if he took a couple stalls in and through the mountains here or if he was just ripping just ripping i think uh I, think I can't okay. believe it. I can't. That's why it's. This is why, like, we talk about it. And this is why it's so heartbreaking to us all that we can't like show you. Like, CPA's. He was a little bit embarrassed because he couldn't drive a standard, and it's nothing to be embarrassed nothing. about at all. Especially if he's seen this video because he it, killed it. It's. It's the hero's story. Yeah, the hero's journey. And what he's been able to do after he's gotten in behind not knowing how to operate a vehicle using both feet at the same time. Mind you, he did used to brake like that. It was super weird for a little bit. But mostly <laughs> working the clutch and stuff. Like, Yeah. He, he's in, I, From the video, he's incredible. Yeah, it was. He's incredible. And with your buddy sitting right beside you with the video buddy camera v. saying, hey... You're live. Buddy V. Yeah, V Bud. Knew he heard he was coming home. Saved him a little whip. Him and his, his sweetheart Anna were nice enough just to tuck this little Mazda away for him. And now, yeah, he's off in Canmore. Canmore? Yeah. Canmore. It was actually, I was with C Pays, obviously, filming the, the bit that we may release one day. If we all comment, leave a comment. And just ask him to show it to you all. Um, yes, V Bud's house. It was real nice back there. Would be it's a good nice. location it's for nice. a pod with our good buddy V Bud. You know, you know, he's one of my BFFs. Yeah. You know, he's been invited on. V, v, <clears throat> guys, I need you to stop what you're doing right now. 
you guys pick up your phone, open up your computer, your desktop, your iPad Pro, your TV, webpad, whatever it may be, and I need you to type it in the bar. J-A-X-O-N-L-A-B-S dot com. We get this question all the time, Jackson Labs, whether it reminds me of a story, Mike Pino, and I bought a house. And Mike Pino used to be my mentor when I worked at Goose Hummock. Shout out to Mike Pino. Just an absolute great Mike. dude. Sports closet here, there. He has a backyard pizzeria or some oven that he never invited us Sick. over. Pat, like, what do you got to do to get over to a guy's house in order to get a pizza out of his oven, right? But I bought my house and I told him and that I was looking months prior to and he touched base and I said, he said, Cody, did you find that house? I said, yeah, Mike, I got hooked up. Gabriella, she got me locked in. She found it. Why didn't you reach out to me? I said, Mike, you don't, you don't fuck around with small fries like me. He said, just because it says Mike Peel Realty, doesn't mean I don't mess with the high end, low end. Fucks with everybody. And that's the same thing with Jackson Labs. You don't got to be a big, huge, multi-million dollar business. You can be a sandwich shop in the corner. You can be a part shop in the West End. But if you're looking to elevate your brand and tell your story from a higher perspective, please go over to Jackson Labs today and get your brand rocking. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey Codes, did you know that Golf Traders has Canada's largest selection of used and new golf clubs online? No, I didn't. Hmm, that's too bad. Yeah, but Tom, did you know that Golf Traders has golf clubs that can fit your game and your budget? Yeah, of course. That's why I'm, I'm asking you if you've heard of them. Huh. Well, you can head on over to golftraders.ca and check out their entire selection of used and new golf equipment. Or head over to golf underscore traders on Instagram. So, Codes, we were talking about Mark Hubbard. Hubbard in the cupboard. Yeah, hidden, hidden bad club selections, and we haven't quite finished up on what Lanto did. I, what was the rest of his hat? Oh, well, he took it down, right? He took it down, Rodeo Clown. He had some great shots. He had to see the par on 18, right? 18, he made a nice par. When was the last time you said you mentioned you played today? And we'll get to that later. But he two-putted on 18 from 59 feet. Do you know how far that is, Tom? That's deep. Deep. Man, deep. I, I love a good playoff. Love, love a good playoff. And I was, well, I picked Gryffindor to win because if you don't side with Gryffindor, I don't know if I side with you. But I kind of wanted to see a playoff between him and buddy Scott Harrington. Scott Harrington had his highest finish this week with that T-second that he got this week at the Houston. Really? Yeah, very much so. Played super Super nice all week long. But most impressively starting to go back to Lando is that like he two putted from fifty nine feet. And his record on eighteen going in on the final day. I think he went with par double bogey. Bogey on eighteen through the first three days. Wow. Wow is right. Eighteen was par bogey bogey. 
through his three days. Yeah. Par. Yeah. Double. Double. Bogey. Bogey Sawant coming in and 18 on Sunday. 18. That was what he was. Ooh. He was sitting at three over for the tournament at that hole. Wow. That would have been nervy. You got a, you got a certain hole, a certain something that has a hook on you that you always have like a, like a nenemis. Nen- I can't say it. I can't. Nemesis? Nemesis. It's almost going? like quesadilla and tortilla. For a brief period of time, I couldn't spit out until I heard it either. I understand. Not a genesis. An anemesis. An anemesis. I actually faced one of them today. I think it's six at Broadmoor. That little par three with the lake has always been rude to me. I've never been out to the Broadmoor, but yeah, Tom took some pictures that he's going to show and so on and so forth at Cop Coming, and I didn't even know this little gem was tucked in right beside Neitz's, or what was that donair place you were looking at, Mike's? Oh, You said you shouted out? Oh, Robbie's old donair shop. I actually heard he moved, and he's still doing it. I always thought he retired. (laughs) Ain't that some stuff? It's tough. The game that you love will always find a way to suck you in. Robbie ain't retiring for a while. <laughs> He's doing some good things. Touche. Over in Sherwood Park. Yeah. But, yeah, Lanto, man. Lanto played nice. What other things did I take from this tournament? I also took from this tournament is that... Oh, Nana, Nana, can you say that again? I can't believe how much trouble I'm having. Nemesis? Nemesis. Yeah, you were talking about Nemesis. Yeah, what's your name? What is your hole? I told you. Six, what'd you do then? Oh, we don't need to get into what I did today. We can save that for a little later in the podcast if people want to circle back. See, that's why I felt so confused when I circled back after 15 seconds because you just confused me because you threw me for a loop when we talked about beauty and then here I am wrapping it up. I got a Nana. I got a hole that fucks with me. How about that? Yeah. How about that? I like that. Don't. Number. Have you played the Petroleum Club? I've never been wow. out there. Really? Never. Oh, well, actually, that's a lie. It's private. I, it's private. Yeah. I've been on the premises. I, a girl I was dating in high school is working like a charity event for the Boys and Girls Club tournament that they had out there. And we went and like sat on a hole. And I watched people play this all day long. It was like, that looks amazing. That's my only experience. It is a really nice place. And I'm a little biased, of course. But the P is super, super good. But hole seven is a par four. With water on the right. Thick bush, OB to the left. Ooh. And by fuck if I just don't tug it over the fence like Jeremy Slappy the Valley does every single time. Like if you're to ask him if that's a hole that pisses him off, that's one for sure. Yeah, he'll tell you I conquered it, bro. I conquered it. That doesn't phase me anymore. Sure, man. Here's a bucket of balls, fifteen percent in the fairway for me here, big pumper. But that hole really fucks around with my psyche for some reason. Hmm, that's interesting. You telling me like about Lando. that gets me thinking of uh, 
four at Belve, I believe. It is the one along the road. Is that the one with the fairway bunker? Um, no bunker there, but you're right. Oh, my bad. I think that's another one that goes towards the road, but this is that long par four that, that runs it down the road, and that, that fence is right over there. That one's tough, man. That is. You don't need a fairway bunker on a hole that tough. Yeah, my problem is I was always just hitting it up two or three. No, yeah, three. I'd hit it up the fairway at three because you could block it right. We could talk about holes that piss us off all day. Totally. All day. But one thing I also took from that tournament man, is that Stuart Sink has to take his hat off every once in a while. Have you seen what a golfer's head looks like? from practice and play and this and that and then they take your hat off and just how like Stuart looks crazy <laughs> Stuart looks crazy yeah. man yeah like, he, he's like albino up top but like so have you, ever, you ever seen that movie Powder yeah that's who Stuart that's what the top of Stuart Sink's head reminded me of he reminded me of a young Powder Stuart Sink from the eyes up. I was blinded. <laughs> That's funny. It's crazy. It's crazy. It looks like if you were to keep your hands in a bathtub too long, how white it looks. Like the top of his head looks dead. Yeah. But so then what do you do? You got to wear a hat. That's probably because he rarely takes the hat well, off. He's got so no hair. Like well, of course, he's got no hair. He's bald. He'd burn. But like Clammy up there. After was the, the buddy lips that you didn't watch any of it because you were doing your thing. Buddy lips is wearing a bucket hat. Now that I think like, oh, nice chapeau. Chapeau de bucket. I think like there's nothing fucking funny about sun protection you can't tell me that if i tell you i'm wearing this hat to protect myself from the sun and you even have the audacity to even yeah. say one whiplash smart ass comment should slap your cheek a little bit like bud pat wears these party glasses that look like he's getting ready to go to a rave but yeah. they're special lenses for golf from oakley or whatnot and he has to wear them because he's got he's got like some sunspots Wow. QC guy has to protect those eyes insured, I think, for like three hundred and fifty million or something like that, but I don't even know. But you have to wear some things that you get cut, but I think bucket hat is something that I'm gonna work into because then you get like the protection all around. Rather than just like burning your ears, like even when you wear it like mm -hmm. with hair, you see it just at the top of the line, maybe just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit. You're right. Kinda like uh ye old card barn guys. That guy rocks a bucket hat hard. What is that guy's name? Kyle. Kyle. Mays. Mays, yeah. Kyle Mays. Yeah. Hope Kyle Mays is doing good, man. I think he's doing well. I talked to him once, actually, on email back and forth. I remember when Carbarn Guys had 11,000 followers, and I reached out to Tom. I said, yo, Tom, you got to go check these kids out in the barns. They're doing something right. They're telling the story. Yeah. Of the backshop kid, the unsung hero's journey every single day. Go yeah. check them out. Yeah, people should. It's pretty pretty wild. They, I like the little, the little skinny dude on the show that like is pretty good at golf. 
I forget what he, his name is, but he hit a shot off like the Bobby, bal- Bobby yeah. McNugget. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby's cool. He hit that shot off the balcony in like Scotland somewhere to yeah, the went on three trip. feet. Super sick, right? Would love to get them on the pod and shoot the breeze and bring up to Kyle that we chatted over email once. Are now wrapping up with Lando. We see another tournament. If you're ask our friend C Pays if he was to enjoy the full golf, he'd say, No, Tony Romo. Get out of here. You ain't watching. You're not watching. I'm watching because I'm up on not feeling well. I like watching this weekend got me more pulled in to PGA Tour golf because of the stories underlying like same thing said every time but like seeing Lando win like Lando I guess was like some crazy like like almost on like bankruptcy or some like shit man like yeah needed this this is what C-Pays is always talking about this is the hero's journey this is it right like when he's like I don't want Tony Romo it's so Lando can be in the field and take down a check and buy himself a house and like cover some life expenses for a while or I don't know what he's got going on but haven't seen him around the top too much they talked about it on the I had the volume down turned a little bit too so I just caught the end of it and I didn't rewind it because I'm lazy I guess I got a PVR that's what's made for and I was like whoops missed it and then just never so I can't tell you the real story what's next but he was I guess almost broke and then it was either like a caddying gig Mm-hmm. Or playing gig, won like a seventeen thousand dollar check. Wow! Was able to keep it going. Part Here we way. are, on early October, and he's already crossed off five or six items out of his twenty nineteen twenty tour season checkbox of what to accomplish. Like he's already doing so many things. So big shout out to Lando playing that fall golf. But I enjoy it. I I liked I liked it. Especially where they're playing this week too. Over at the CJ Cup. Ooh. Have you seen that golf course? Nine bridges. Talk about it just briefly. They say it's crazy. Yeah, we were checking out the website and it looked pretty sick. Pretty sick. We we're on the CJ like cup at Nine Bridges like website. And we're like, ooh that's a nicely put together website. But the thing is is that they only show you on their leaderboard on this website top five players. If you want to look at a full leaderboard, it redirects you to the PGA Tour site. Just wondering why that does that. Don't um, know why. Why don't they have the leaderboard on their website? Yeah. Like, I understand the redirection. Like, I appreciate yeah. it. But I'm over here pounding, looking at the leaderboard. I'm seeing some names that I enjoy seeing on... Always Lucas Glover. Always like seeing him, seeing if he's going to go low. I think it was him who had that 59 watch or 58 or whatever it was. And he had that three-foot putt in his putter. He had the swizzle sticks, like if you were in NHL. Mm-hmm. Or, or sorry, in uh, Tiger Woods PGA Tour and you're trying to hit a short one. Mm-hmm. You can try and take it straight back and you just... Wow. You're just kind of like have a moment. Hit it off the heel. So I always enjoy seeing Lucas Glover because it's... Sergio, he's up there. I'm looking at the bottom of the list, man. Like, I give a shit about Sergio at the bottom. Charles, Chucky, three sticks. That's a guy who I care about. How old the third? Love Chucky, three sticks. Seems like a very polite man. 
Yeah, it seems like, I don't know, it comes from the old world, right? Like, it would be cool to have a chat with him and see what's cooking in his kitchen. Jason Day, Danny Lee, Charlie Hoffman, Justin Thomas. I think this tournament, the CJ Cup, is like the top 60 in FedEx Cup points, I believe, currently. Kevin Na, Phil Mickelson, they're over there. You saw Phil walking it in with Kevin Na on Instagram. Love what he's doing. Love Fireside with Phil. Love. Love everything that Phil has going on, right? Like, he just is, he's becoming, like, who's the guy from Seinfeld? There's four main characters. But, like, a number of others. He's, like, he's, like, a guy from Seinfeld. He's Larry David-esque. Like, with his, just, presence that he brings to social media fireside phil like i just love how much fun he's having with it social media is fun yeah i think that's the key like today had a great time producing content with jihad of golf traders right like yeah so we can talk about the cj cup we can talk about yeah. cory carnage we can talk about our favorite so and so forth let's get to some interesting shite as you might have seen on the Instagram, Tom, he was at the Royal and Ancient Broadmoor. Yes. It's been a long time since I've walked those grounds. What was your day like? What were you doing out there? Um, From a golf perspective, slapping it around, trying to just get out of jail. I was under like four trees in the first four holes trying to make something happen. So it was kind of just to hang on for your life kind of round, but... We played with some pretty cool dudes. Played with one guy that was just an absolute, like, sharpshooter out there. He was six under at one point, just killing it. Really? Yeah, he was a good player. Just four birdies in a row, just rocking them out. But it was an opportunity to play with Garrett and just kind of, like, chat and learn a little bit more about his story. Obviously, we spent an hour and a half chatting with him and Corey and like diving into who they are. And like through that process, I kind of learned things about him that I'm like, wow, we connect on that. Right. Like, no, yeah, you guys may or may not, if you haven't, please right now, pause this podcast. If you haven't listened to our last one, if you haven't caught it with golf traders, Corey and G super fascinating and i think it, that one's like an hour and a half and we talk a lot about like more serious topics than we would say mm -hmm. fun but one thing i think we learned from that one is that we should almost start recording everything yeah right like the setup into it like so the things that we were talking while we were like getting kind of half ready yeah there's got to be a way to record that stuff while we're getting half ready yeah because like funny dudes funny dudes yeah great time just He's all the little dude. stories and clips that we could share with people to like just get a little more insight into who everyone is and what share the laugh really right like get in on that like we're all having fun laughing about it gonna have a good chat about golf and like just letting other people when they're doing whatever in their day they know that that's out there and they can tune in and have a laugh with us so were you and G having a laugh out there at Broadmoor today in that fall golf? No need for a bucket hat out there today. Sun was supposed to be shining. Wasn't or was it? Um, yeah, it was pretty sunny all day. There's a little bit of a cloudy 
apart with some wind but yeah no we had a good laugh it was like it kind of turned into a father-son battle even though g and i aren't father or son and it was kind of a fluid i could see it though it's not to say that i couldn't see it yes yeah. very handsome individuals yeah. same kind of jawline not same size calves not the same size calves he smashes it out there smashes smashes yeah it was pretty cool it's nice yeah just to like yeah have that laugh and like talk about what we talked about on the podcast because i'm like the best part of this whole podcast is like having these conversations and being able to go back to them selfishly and listen to it and be like oh yeah like when Corey was talking about how golf traders like is able to get people all this great stuff like how that actually comes to fruition is pretty dope and like big time man big foundation time. for future conversation that's the that's the jackson labs yeah coming in and you find it tough because that like that's like the story the fascinating in order to build and yeah. elevate create that process through and yeah i really enjoyed as well as you did sitting down with them because they're both very creative funny dudes yeah so how about i got one for you did you uh to get a little bit oh yeah 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 actually this one is wild um i think g had wanted to throw my wedge in the lake today <laughs> why um it's garbage it's old yeah what's old the wedge it's like a 52 degree yeah um titleist folky that just has been that around. doesn't sound old since yeah the name is very illustrious and nice but uh yeah definitely an old one like i think you keep telling me there might be illegal grooves on it and stuff but um yeah he took a look at that and then he took a look at oh, all you're talking stuff. about that wedge yeah the old trusty you're one. talking about your spin milled red identified yeah. spinny gear yeah. that means square grooves yeah i think that's i it. think that's yeah. the one not supposed to. That's, I don't know. It's so old at this point. You're like, talking to the wrong guy. Yeah. You're talking to a guy that used to hit. Thanks to Jim McCauley. Remember getting the call one day. I'm going for a walk. Having a lefty. Jim gives me a phone. He says, Coat, I got just what you need, baby. I said, you got that good shit. <laughs> that good shit. I bought like six Mac Daddy wedges, old heads off of out of like a blowout because they're so square grooved and anyone that has played with me anyone that is you've seen it you hit a shot with these fucking wedges and it peels the cover off the golf ball like literally like if you see me on the green and my i'm biting pieces of plastic yeah. off my ball sonic the hedgehogging yeah these things and people are like, Cody, you can't be using that shit. That shit is cheating. And I said, listen, guys, if you are hitting it as pure as I am, along with the combinations of the groups, you would be doing the same thing. So you should check your own game before you start attacking Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Stay right off. Yeah. Stay off. But he's attacking yours. They're illegal. Yeah. Why don't you... What... 
So what clubs do you play with? So jihad's making fun of your wedges. Yeah. Let's just say I'm jihad. I'm not six foot two. Not. Handsome, rugged, cool tattoos. It's got a leg full. Leg full. Like I like that he was showing that off today in our photo shoot to be posted later. He once told me that he just like kind of like thinks of cool things and gets some tattooed on his leg. Yeah. I like that. He, there was a cool saying being thrown around out there. And I really wish I wrote it down, but Fuck. He, he, I was like, it'd be fun to throw that on a t-shirt and like, be cool to get that tattooed. And I was like, I like that. Not that you necessarily would, but like, I don't have any on me. So my first instinct isn't like, let's ink this on me. But like, as a form of creative expression, I think that's like a pretty wild thing and cool. I almost got a tattoo in Phuket. This is where I almost got my first tattoo when I went to Thailand because they have a really good shop over there. And I pussied up. So. What were you going to get? Oh, just That's the thing, man. Is that like... That's where I like G. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that. Yeah. We're like... I'm trying to put like the puzzle together without seeing like the front of the box, but I want it. You know what I mean? Like I want something, but I don't know what to incorporate inside like yeah. the sleeve or this section or this, whatever it may be. Like I know, but I've never t- taken it to someone. Like I drove to the yeah. Phuket place. On and, like, a motorbike? Ah, on a motorbike. Okay. And I had two beers. Ten ciggies at the time. And then I just drove back to my hostel. I said, no. The same for me. I'm out of here. I like that little adventure, though. It was nice. It was a nice afternoon. And it wasn't wasted by any stretch of the imagination. We had a great time. But. Hmm. G. What's in your bag, man? What are you taking over to G? To get treated. What's your driver? Um, well, that's a recent upgrade, actually. We got that Titleist 917 D2 with, I don't, year old shaft, whatever that one was. The Aldola Phenom or something like that with the skull on it. Probably liked it because of the skull, but I think that shaft was from Kyle Boyd. Kyle Boyd, do you think? Was that not from the driver from the 913? Yes, sir. They used to have then, right? Yep. Shout, shout out, out Kyle. Shout out Kyle Boyd for hooking my main man Tom up with a shaft in a nine new nine seventeen. Yeah, upgraded, found a new home like the the snail or is it what who's the animal that finds a new shell? Crab. Hermit crab. Hermit crab. Like it it's still in use, was used today. It's being treated real well. Um other than that What do you got? You going to high you going to woods? Yeah. But this is where things get a little tricky is my three woods in Phoenix. Yeah, that's not been hit in a couple. Nope, not been hit in a couple because I actually have a completely different set of golf clubs down there. And traveling set. Yeah, which I'm like actually considering 
bringing them back because I like my tailor-made blades that I had. They were light. Like I'm noticing right now, currently I have like an old set of AP2s that are definitely heavier. Yeah. And you know me, I'm not six foot four, 200 and whatever pounds of Ches Revy. Ches Revy says that you don't have to be six four, two hundred pounds in order to pound it. But I've like Mike Weir says you don't have to be six four, two hundred and twenty pounds in order to pound it. No, you need to be Kyle playing. Boyd says that you do not have to be six foot four and two hundred and twenty four pounds in order to boom it as true. far as humanly possible. True, that is true. That is very true, but. I feel like I did a better job booming it with those irons. I used to have a set of those. I think your rack, or you know, your tailor-made yeah. MB racks, I think is what your yep. blades are. And yeah. they are showtime. And I don't know if you remember if we were friends then. Yeah. I had a pair, I had a smoked set. And a buddy at the Pete needed a set of irons, and he loved them. And I, yeah, man, I can sell you these 300 bucks, these set of blades. I'm getting a new one. And they were my favorites. You and still have a three iron. I, I still have a three iron. Tried to keep a three iron or the lowest iron from every set that I have. I started way too late and only have three of them. But I've only had three sets in the last number of ten years. Dude, I think I've only ever had three sets ever. So that like would be on par for where I'm at. So that's better than it could be. Three Woods in Phoenix. Three Woods in Phoenix. Hybrid. I got a ping hybrid. Uh, G20, I think, yep. is three hybrid that has treated me pretty good over the years, right? Um, we have a love-hate relationship occasionally. It's with any yeah. club in the back. Yeah, with any club. And it's just like the game is spin the bottle on who's going to be the one that's going to be rude to me that day, right? I had a bad experience with my four and six iron and refused to hit it until two years after I got my card because I hated. Yeah. In the love hate relationship with those certain. Yeah, a couple of them. Fuck them. I used to just pump it like 250. But now, definitely not. I just got to go pat, butt pat, full send, right? That's what I've committed to in the 2020 golf season. And you mentioned your irons. Yeah, we got the, yeah, the Titleist AP2s, and then I have a Callaway Wedge 56. What shafts you got in those AP2s? Your graphite, steel, um, KBS, something. By Matrix. Your KBS. Oh, my God, I forgot. Yeah. You got the, my those, shaft. Who Shout are those me? From? Shout out me. Those were just you. Yeah. Shout out me. Because you won. You won. Wasn't that because you won? Those are KBF shafts. Oh, Men's those are the KBF shafts out of my AP2s that I gave to you because Bad Bud Pat gave me his old graphites Yeah. that he wanted to upgrade. And then he gave me his and a heater. And then we put those in yours because you had dynamic golds mm-hmm. in yours that yeah. were like 120. So yeah. we put 110s in. Wow. 120s, what they started at? I think 120 is a standard stock gram weight okay for steel shaft interesting dynamic gold 120 gram yeah very cool yeah teaching me some things ben the accountant i wonder if that was a contributing factor for why he couldn't ever hit them 
Well, the beauty of what we get to do, Tom, is we continue to build this platform out. We're not there yet, so we don't have a stat checker. No. So we can almost say anything, and it's up to our listeners in order to give us feedback and provide us that 120 is not an actual stock. Right. They so we can say anything. They can so hit don't let me teach you. I'm not the gospel, but I'm... No, I'm just being curious, right? Like, trying to, trying to understand, like... And reason why these ones feel way heavier than that. And I don't know. Why they ended up with me the way they did, right? Those are questions that one we can ask Corey, as yeah. we learned he's an absolute guru. Or guru. we hop in the whip, the bus, and we take the team down to Pat's golf shop, and we learn a thing or two about swing weights, regripping, and shaft extraction. Sign me up. Say no more, fam. Pat, if you're listening. We're coming over. Pull out the charcuterie board. Get a glass of lemonade ready for the bus. And open up Pat's shop. And flick the neon light on because we're coming in with a set of AP2s that need new ferrules. Is that... <laughs> I didn't even know we were going there, but thanks for letting everybody know my ferrules are whack. And they're trash, too. So what kind of wedges you got in that bag that you're slinging? You carry four wedges, three wedges, one wedge? You one wedge kind of guy just in a wedge and massaging it or are you a 62 52 54 56 58 kind of guy because you like okay. your gaps nice and straight um i actually do have a 62 degree wedge but wow. i think it's it's probably illegal too with my 52 degree because i probably got it around the same time um yeah my illegal 52 titleist Voki and a 56 degree callaway that I got in an AT&T tournament in Phoenix. It's pretty sick. So we got one upgrade. Got one illegal wedge out of the game. But I haven't. Illegal or legal? Uh, this one should be legal, I think. Like, unless they're giving out illegal wedges at tournaments in 2018. No, 17. What kind of flat stick you rolled a rock with? What, what were you doing damage with out there today that you'd be taking over to golf traders to trade on and get some value for? Well, that's wild because I don't even know how to tell this story, man. I had it I, I, once upon a time. So today is a, definitely a different day than normal, right? Like putter has been a wild play right now. But it's been slowly coming back because that little mat that I have in my living room, I've just been able to work on like building some form of like tempo in me on like how to stroke a putt again, because it's just like, we've been producing so much that I've like literally like it's changed my golf game because now I'm not like in the moment. Right. It's like, I just, yeah, it's, it's a reactionary sport, which is like, whoa, that's wild. Like, I'm jumping in and out of flow in two different states. Um, But today I brought out this Odyssey two ball blade that I had given away to someone to pay it forward. So everybody knows, right. Um, To my good friend, Sean. And then he one day was like, I bought a new putter. I take this back. And then I did. And I've just been rolling it on the living room floor because it's, Good buddy C. Pays used to love the two ball, so I thought I'd give it a shot. Love the two ball. I think everybody loves a good two ball. On 
the mat in the living room greens like the face because it's kind of got that insert in there yeah soft super soft super soft pound it yeah well no it just almost don't even pound it like you have to pound it probably oh you got to hit it definitely harder than you would than a scotty cameron yeah which is what i'm used to because i've been using that black center shafted golo yeah you should give me that you want trying to get my hands on that for years folks been trying to trade a lot of things for this center shaft, a little half mooner he's got, but he was very like I've he's got a heavy putter of mine. He's on my rug right now. Like this son yeah. of a bitch called me today after he was done golf and he said, Guess what? Thank you so much for that putting rug. It really helped me out there. And I said, Really yeah, yeah, yeah. See but I had to go Broadmoor and the most embarrassing thing happened is that I forgot all my golf balls on my putting <laughs> rug. I said, what? I said, yeah, I forgot all my balls on the putting rug. I was doing the five ball drill. <laughs> yeah. So you had to go in, pick up some fresh balls from Pro Shop. Broadmoor, thank you so much. Lost a couple seeds out there, he said, in yeah. the leaves. Is that right? Thanks, Jihad, for your balls, too. Yeah, gee, I gave you some restrictions. Tough to see out there in those leaves, right? Like, take seeds from everyone to get around when you're hitting it in the trees. So, Jihad was looking at your 60 day. Did he give you a number value that he was thinking that your shit is worth? I say shit just, you know, loosely. I think he said he would just throw it in the lake. He actually wanted to film that. No, he wouldn't actually say that, though. But we joked about that, that we should do a bit where I just chuck all my stuff in the lake and go That'd to golf trailers and get new stuff. Right? That'd be hilarity. That would be good. I would like to do that maybe at some point soon. Yeah, we here. could do that, yeah. I think yeah. that should be no problem. I could help. Or maybe not, like, chuck them in the lake, but just do something funny, right? Something funny. Yeah. Speaking of something funny. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey guys, Codes here with the Four Jack Podcast. I gotta ask you of a small favor. If you can do it, great. If not, stop listening. You guys are sliding in and you guys are gonna bust up our DMs. Something fierce. What I need you guys to do is start using the hashtag the Four Jack Podcast. And while you're at it, why don't you also use the hashtag Golf Life AB. Our man Ryan over at Golf Life AB, no affiliate to Alberta Golf, is doing some really cool things over there and you should check him out on Instagram. But for now, guys, stop. Stop it. Hashtag the Four Jack Podcast. Hashtag Golf Life AB. Arriva Dirty. Codes. I don't know if you're like paying too much attention to the golf news, but I'm. I know for sure you saw this headline. Who didn't? Brooks and Rory, they're having a little bit of beef, I think. Ah. Or actually, I don't even know if Rory's beefing on this. I think it's just Brooks is peacocking and media hype. He's peacocking. He's a peacock. He's he's untouchable. He's flashing those. He feels good, right? And the media, like, he says one little thing, like, but it's true, right? Exactly. I was just about to say that, but what did he say? Um, that the truth. Yeah, the truth. He said the truth. <laughs> yeah, the truth. And when you spit the truth, yeah, people get some, hurt. It's it's some people have a tough time handling the truth. Yeah, 
you can't ha- I don't know that's a movie you can't handle the truth yeah what movie was that no good man no uh, no I don't know Tom Cruise Jack Nicholson no good men might have been like an army courtroom never watched it myself just seen the clip you want the truth you can't handle the truth it's good right you got me sold I thought so too but the truth is is that Rory hasn't done anything that we've talked about on the pod before you know where I stand you know where a lot of us stand I love Rory baby buddy <laughs> Yeah, that was wild. The cracked, the table cracked right as you did that. <laughs> but a lot of choking. Yeah, he just like you can tell from the interview. Like Rory's priorities that lie outside of golf now, like to a big degree. Well, I guess Brooks does too. He says he only cares about majors, but Brooks is just out of control. I don't know, Tom. Like it'd be the same thing. It just doesn't get enough. Like publicity you tell me that's like me saying to you that i don't care about you and your putting because you and your putting haven't done anything in fucking five years and i'm doing things with my you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's just it's a fucking truth yeah you just said your putting sucks you've been working on it yeah i don't know if it relates back to it but it's just the truth right like you can't get mad at brooks for being like hey man you suck you haven't done anything to even touch me in this last little bit. Yeah. Like, just plain and simple. Like, just like, yeah. like a statement. I haven't felt threatened. Right. It's a challenge. Come on, Rory. Let's all tweet Rory. I guess we could get at Rory and say something to him, but... He may not read it, but if enough people do... Maybe what like go roars. Tell him chat. Say hey, hear man. the roars. Yeah, hear the roars. Challenge Rory to Instagram every day until the next tournament or set up a Thanksgiving turkey battle with Brooks and slash it out on the All golf course mono e mono. All right? you can eat, baby. All, All the cranberries you need. You like cranberry sauce? Yeah, I love it. Real or fake? Like definitely real like someone that's put some love into it kim made a crazy cranberry sausage for our canadian thanksgiving for I didn't get our international <laughs> listeners listeners that's crazy that's crazy i didn't get any of that i hate cranberry sauce personally i don't like it you should have came over for thanksgiving but you ordered thanksgiving for belf <laughs> would yeah, you like to go down that road right what a wild i saw this thing on Oh. Inst- no, no, yeah, no, not don't have time, don't have time to do that. Yeah, today. I'm trying to pull you off on tangents. Brooks, Rory can talk about it. Don't even it doesn't even phase me, right? Like more spice to golf until like yeah. people are like fighting. Like I'm just ready to see like the fall golf. Got President's Cup coming over in uh, December 9th, my birthday and. Australia, like all these fall events leading into Sinovacinia. So, no, don't even yeah. talk to you in a little bit. But, Tom, I got a question for you that I heard on another podcast, and I can't reference it, so my apologies. But I thought it was an interesting one. Now, think about this, Tom. Close your eyes. Yeah. What's your one of your favorite par threes that you've ever played, if you can remember one, or one that you would love to get down on? 
like 17 and Sawgrass, but I haven't played it. Like I would love to get down on that one, but like Lost Endus has seventh hole at Lost Endus is this nice, nice little nipper of a par three. I like this Sawgrass thing that you're going on. Okay. I like that direction yeah. for this. Now Tom down. Yeah, because I'm 17 and Sawgrass. Yeah. Would you take a hole in one? Or would you rather jug from the fairway twice a year randomly for the rest of your life? I'll repeat that. Tom, would you rather have a hole in one 17 TBC Sawgrass? Yes. Or would you rather... <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. To be... You take it on average, and I you were able to be sweet sugar Dunkington from the middle of the fairway from 152 with a light seven seven mile an hour breeze into your face. So you decide to go to a sawed off pitching wedge, and it just happens to go in the hole for just a magic moment when you just absolutely pillage your buddies in a Vegas match for 192 fucking dollars, and you're like, woo! But you rather be like, hey, man, here's your $192. But let me tell you about the time I got a hole in one at TPC Sawgrass number 17. Yeah, I think I would just like, that'd be more meaningful to me, I think, in the end. Just like having that memory. Like, it would be nice to jug whenever, but like, who knows? You don't know when it's going to jug. It may not jug in that match. No, no, I'm just saying it could. It could. It could. could, and you could, you could be sweet sugar Dunkington and crush souls on August seventeenth, twenty twenty. When by chance, when you're playing a red tail landing on hole four, you decide to hit a little nipper from ninety six yards into a cut breeze. Yeah, I do. See, I I see your appeal here. Or I see the appeal. I just don't know, like, I can't guarantee it's going to be in a situation where it's meaningful. It could just be in a random practice round through right. nine holes and you only want to play a couple. Like, if you're That's playing more. with the, the little wish game, like, that could be in the genie's world. These like, you may have to ask for that specifically. You go, you have any interest in seeing Aladdin with Will Smith, genie? I'll probably wait till it's on one of the... Streaming platforms and I'm bored. Oh yeah, for sure. I just saw Genie. I loved Aladdin. All these remakes, like The Lion King. I didn't see that one either because I loved the original. Buddy V. Bud said that to me. I said, you know what? Yeah, that makes. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. I ain't going either. Fuck it. Yeah. Like, I think I think I w- I'll watch it, but like, I was much more inclined to go see that Joker movie, I guess, because <laughs> of, of just what's been going around in like the world and the Joker was. Everyone keeps referencing like the world and this and that and this and you know. I don't get it with when it comes to the Joker. Like the Joker's been the Joker for a long time. Totally. And people are like, he kills so many people. He kills all those people. The Joker kills those people. The Dark Knight. Thirty-three people died, Mm -hmm. and no one raised an eyebrow in the movie. In the movie. Yeah. Um. Joker. The thing with the Joker, like, at least from my perspective, I don't know what the Jack Nicholson one or the TV, like, whatever those whole things were, but they didn't really focus too much on, like, 
the story. transformation of the Joker. There was just the Joker. Well, I guess they. Oh no! In Val Kilmer, we did see Buddy go mm-hmm. a little. Cra- or was that mm-hmm. the Riddler? That was the Riddler. Okay, so see. Wow. So it's wow. kind of nice to see wow. that how like, the Joker becomes the Joker. That's not a question. It's always nice to see. See, it's always nice to hear the stories mm-hmm. from the ground up to let people have a platform in order to tell. So in order to like let the Joker tell us his platform, that's what. But people were raising an eyebrow and being like, wow, this movie's kind of violent. Yeah. This movie's kind of crazy. Like That could happen. That could happen. Well, yeah, that could happen. Yeah. It could happen. Totally. A lot of things like could happen. So I just didn't see that. Like I just didn't see like the... Yeah. And see, like, the negative towards it. I love, like, I love Batman. You know me. Totally. Like, love it. Yeah. I, it's just a wild thing. Like, it's a lens into an alternate universe, basically. And that's just, like, it is based on ours, right? But it's kind of, like, its own. And, like, there's this crazy person that's wearing clown paint. And, like, we see him in these movies doing the things, but... I don't know. It's just interesting to like see that story through. Yeah. Go see the Joker. Go see the Joker basically without ruining it. I don't think I even ruined it. I wanted to see that. I always forget the name of that movie. It's not Ao Nang. It's not Anan. Maybe it's, I don't know. What is that Brad Pitt one in space? Cause I love space movies. But then I heard the review on that. It's just Brad Pitt two hours in space just super sad and i can't spend 1325 and 1875 and get a tummy ache to see brad pitt in space for two hours sad i'll wait till that comes out on netflix touche you got anything else that you want to send into the universe here before we wrap up well we talked about playing the Broadmoor with Garrett, um, one little note I will say as I miscalculated on that startup week Edmonton is it's actually next week, which kind of was nice, just a hectic time in life. And I thought like in my calendar, I was looking at it and just got days mixed up, but that'll be next week. And I heard Drew Steele's brother might be there. I don't know what Riley Steele is doing with startup Edmonton. I saw something cooking up with him that he had on one of his Facebooks or it was probably Instagram of Startup Edmonton but it, I just noticed it because it was shortly thereafter you had touched base on it the last time that we'd got together and spoke so I just automatically am assuming and careful assumptions can be nasty but I'm just assuming that he's got something to do with it because he's a man who loves to act on ideas cool Hopefully we run into him. MKT is where he's at, but in oh. the startup, well, he I think he's like the. I wonder if they're hosting things. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's like the man there. Hmm, that's so. very interesting. I have to keep an eye peeled for the MKT world. Nice clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I don't have much, man. What's well, going then why don't on we you? say? Sign our on that note, my friend. I just wanted to thank you so much for sitting down and sitting across from me for a few minutes discussing randomly. Thanks to the listeners bearing with us and the special edition of the two men pod, just Tom <laughs> and I talking to one another, trying to recap on events, just constantly trying things. We're going to try 
oh, listen to this other. We've had guests. We're going to try this guest. We're going to try that guest. We're going to go to that location. We're going to try a phone in with Chris Parkinson. Yeah. We're going to try solo podcast where one day you might just download and it's just going to be me with a special edition me or, or Tom me, with a special edition Tom. Tom would be a crazy one right now. Like he's looking over at me with these eyes saying that he's got to say get. something. I don't know what they would get from a <sighs> solo pad podcast with me. They right? wouldn't get the look at this mustache that I'm looking at. It is creeping <laughs> me. So why don't we say bye and we'll talk to everyone again sometime real soon. Sounds good, man. If people want me to do a solo podcast, I will take requests. And if enough people speak about it, I'll give them. I'll give them a taste. Peace, man. Slide into our DMs if you want to hear a solo podcast from Tom. Arrivederci, fam. Hello, 4Jack Podcast fam. It's your boy, Actor of Nation, and thank you for listening to the 4Jack Podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us if you could go hit that subscribe button and leave us a lovely five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. You know what? Because that would really make our day. Thank you, and let's keep on golfing, baby. I kind of like that last one. Okay. Then we're good. Got it.